it's been a rocky 12 months for President Joe Biden. He's seen two nations go to war, interest rates rise, the economy somewhat stall and of course inflation hurting every single hip pocket of Americans. Now how will he stay optimistic to a skeptical public? More soon, I'm Brooke Coles. First, your ticker feed this hour. State of emergency declared for Turkey as overwhelming rescuers start to struggle as they try to save people trapped under the rubble. Our alarming new developments soon. How optimistic can Biden be in a sea of pessimism that surveys and polls have captured right across the state? Ronka Dudo live in New York with our exclusive State of Union preview. As President Biden is making final touches on his speech this evening, did he fulfill his promises from last year's address? I'm Veronica Duda, live in New York, and I'll have the answer coming up. A third wave of protests have engulfed France with police and protesters clashing. Can President Macron bring peace back to Paris? And Microsoft has announced a major move that will be a game changer in how the company will lead the way in tech and also shake up how people gather all their info. Those exclusive details soon. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News. Hello there, it's great to see you. Brick Coles with you this hour. All eyes on the US, of course. Let's start your world news there. We're inching closer to President Biden's State of the Union address today. It's certainly been a rocky 12 months for President Biden. He's seen two nations go to war, interest rates rise faster, and of course inflation hurting the hip topic of Americans. But on the other end, he's also passed major legislation and gotten record job creation numbers. Now, the White House says Joe Biden will outline an optimistic vision for the future of America in his second address today. High on the agenda, though, is the balloon saga. This week, reporters had endless questions for the president. They decided without doing damage to anyone on, on the ground. They decided that the best time to do that was it got over water outside within our within 12 mile limit. They successfully took it down. Biden and his speechmakers probably have rewritten the China sections of the speech today as officials weigh Beijing's response to the U.S. military's downing of the spy balloon that was spotted in the sky. But the heavy topic of discussion, of course, is 2024. Biden has declared that his candidacy is not 100%, but the State of Union could very well double as a soft launch. The White House press sec provided a preview on The View just a short time ago. We, we do follow the rule of the law, unlike the last administration, so we are covered by the Hatch Act. And it is, it is, I have to be very careful what I say when I speak about politics or when it comes to political races. But what I can do, what I can do from here is repeat what the president has said. And he has said very explicitly many, many times that he, he intends to run. Now, as Biden prepares to deliver this State of the Union address, he's standing with the American people right now, and it certainly is at a crossroads. 42% approve of his handling of the presidency, while 53% disapprove. Financially, though, more Americans say they are not as well off since Biden became president. So how exactly will Biden address a skeptical public and a divided Congress? For more, let's bring in Ticker's US correspondent, Veronica Dudo, live for us in New York. Veronica, it's great to see you 
you today. Obviously, a huge, huge day over in the States. What more can you tell us here? Hey there, Britt. That's right. Well, all eyes will be on U.S. President Joe Biden as he prepares to deliver his State of the Union address on Tuesday evening. And of course, a potential presidential launch does hang over his head. Now, he will be delivering his address to a new Congress formed just last month, along with a new Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, a Republican from California, who will sit behind Biden alongside Vice President Kamala Harris. Now, as the president president delivers this address. Of course, the ongoing classified documents scandal does go on, along with the House investigating the crisis at the border and also any potential wrongdoing or corruption related to the Biden family in their overseas dealings. Now, of course, the big question is going to be what theme will President Biden select for this evening? While we don't know that question just yet, he, we do know that the president is under fire for not keeping several promises from last year's State of the Union. Take a listen. We need to secure our border and fix the immigration system. Too many families are struggling to keep up with their bills. Inflation is robbing them of gains. That's why my top priority is getting prices under control. By the end of this year, the deficit will be down to less than half of what it was before I took office. The only president ever to cut the deficit by more than $1 trillion in a single year. Now, of course, the Biden administration is facing sky-high inflation, ever-growing gas prices, an exploding problem at the border with this border crisis. According to new polling, a majority of Americans are saying that they are living paycheck to paycheck. And of course, we did not hit the national deficit. That is not balanced. And throughout all of this over the past week, what has really been looming over the speech was an international incident. And this, of course, was the Chinese spy balloon that entered into U.S. airspace with many people saying, why was it allowed to enter in when it was first detected coming across near Alaska? And why was it allowed to continue on for an entire week going coast to coast? Now, it does remain to be seen if the president will be addressing this international incident with China in his speech, and also if he will take a harder line against China. We do know that the U.S. Navy is still combing through those 15 football fields long crash site looking to recover anything that they will then transport to the FBI lab to then review. So we will be watching the speech closely. Brett? Certainly. Thank you for the preview, Veronica Dudo. Breaking now on the Turkey-Syria earthquake, death toll has now passed 7,500 people. Bodies of people killed in the earthquake in southern Turkey on Monday are being left out on the street as the hunt continues for survivors. The United Nations believe thousands of children may be among the dead. Now, there was a 7.8 magnitude quake on Monday before a later tremor that nearly that big was also felt. Overwhelmed rescuers are struggling to save people trapped under the rubble. Around 70 countries are sending aid to Turkey. Turkey, but there's growing anger in some places that it's not arriving fast enough. Flora Bradley-Watson reports.
also breaking now and Microsoft is using AI to revamp its Bing search engine and Edge web browser. The move is one of the company's biggest efforts to lead the way in tech and change how people gather information. With the help of OpenAI and ChatGPT, Microsoft is aiming to streamline content creation and automate tasks. A chatbot will assist users in refining queries, providing up-to-date results and making your shopping easier. The search engine is currently in limited preview on desktop computers and will soon be available for mobile devices. A third wave of protests has engulfed France with police and protesters clashing in Paris. Public transport, schools and refinery supplies were disrupted as trade unions led protests against President Emmanuel Macron and his plans to make the French work longer before they retire. The protest came a day after pension reform legislation began its bumpy passage through Parliament. The government says people must work two years longer, meaning for most, until the age of 64. Currently, the French spend the largest number of years in retirement among OECD countries. The Kazakhstan president has signed a law to limit the energy consumption of domestic crypto miners. The country has seen an influx in Bitcoin miners, putting a strain on the energy grid. The new law restricts miners from consuming energy from the national grid unless there is a surplus, which will be distributed among licensed operators. Now, those using renewable energy imported electricity or their own energy generation capacity not connected to the grid are exempt from this gap. Now stay with us, we have plenty more coming up in just a moment. You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.